0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, if you've just joined us, welcome to the 11.9 CHI-FM Afternoon Overdrive. I'm Michael McKenna. The times just going exactly 17 minutes past 5. Joining us on the line now to give us the latest on what's happening in Israel, our correspondent, Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us.
1: Good afternoon uh, Quite a bit happening in the last half an hour Or mm-hmm. so We've just had a barrage of rockets fired This time from Lebanon From positions in Lebanon uh, towards uh, Central Israel uh, If you had phoned me five minutes ago You would have heard a series of Big bangs wow. uh, around As the interceptors take Out the the incoming Rockets I don't know if our uh, Iron Dome was Activated, it may have been because of with some pretty loud bangs, and I've just, uh, sure. uh, moments ago, less than half an hour ago, drove past our Iron Dome standing guard. Here we go again with uh, another barrage of rockets. Uh, yeah, so this time mm-hmm. it is towards the south, but uh, guys, this is Israel. We are a country at war. Uh, you are, you are hearing it all around you.
0: Roland, uh, I'm getting the impression now that we're seeing an escalation, uh, taking place from Lebanon. It's really big. Things are really beginning to heat up on the northern front.
1: Well, it's not in an interest, in in the interest of Lebanon. They don't want to be dragged into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The prime minister of Lebanon said, you know, if, if there is a war in Lebanon, that's Israel's decision. But, uh, I, I think any, a uh, leader of any country understands that if you are going to attack us, we are going to defend ourselves. It, it, it's as simple as that. It, it, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you attack the state of Israel, we will defend ourselves.
0: Oh, General Hagari made that clear earlier on, didn't he? In an earlier statement, he's warning that uh, it looks as if there's a there's an escalation of Hezbollah activity taking place at the moment.
1: Well, we know that if war had to open up on one front, that there is a likelihood that other uh, Iranian proxies would try on other fronts. So uh, we, we're prepared, and as our army said at the very beginning, at the very start of this war, that you know we're watching the whole region. Wherever you come for us, we're going to smack you back.
0: Indeed. So, well, let's stick to uh, all things uh, regarding the war rolling. The latest report I've just noticed is that Israeli forces have now surrounded Gaza City.
1: Yes, so we have advanced quite significantly into Gaza and have surrounded Gaza City last night. Just after we we came off air, and I always, uh, uh, you know, I always get a little bit annoyed that they wait till we come off air, Michael, mm. then uh, yes. to, to update right. us. But uh, <laughs> the uh, Rear Admiral Hagari announcing that we had broken through Hamas's defences. And, and I just again, I want to clear up the issue with Jabalia because I see on social media, I see in the, in the media in South Africa, a lot of uh, upset that it is... Um, uh, a refugee camp. Jabali is not a refugee camp. It hasn't been for decades. Uh, you cannot be a refugee in land that you control. And, and Gaza is, uh, is not occupied. Gaza is controlled by the Palestinians. Uh, it, it has been controlled by Hamas. We hope to liberate them of Hamas. And while we have no intentions, because I know there are questions coming yes. in, Israel has no intentions of occupying Gaza no intentions. Whether it's the Palestinian Authority that takes it, or or, or some other decision, those those decisions still have to be uh, discussed and ironed out. It, it it will not be Israel, but you cannot be a refugee in, in your in your in land that you control. And and these are permanent dwellings. Jabalia uh, is filled with permanent dwellings, um, so it is not a refugee camp.
0: Rolene, okay, so let's look at things from a political perspective. We have countries, numerous countries now recalling ambassadors over this war.
1: Well, this is, this is to be, this is to be expected, Mm. is is that they will make a, a, some kind of protest. We've seen it with Jordan, we've seen it with Bahrain uh Colombia Chile you know the world seems to have a very short memory they they seem to be forgetting how this all started right um I think that the Abraham Accords will have legs because I, I can hear the unspoken uh, c- uh, concern. I think that, you know, the countries are not going to give up peace treaties. I think they're going to try and placate the street. We have seen uh, alarming rise of protests, many of them violent around the world, uh, uh, and a significant increase there so i think it's attempts by countries to try and quell the street uh, right. and try and calm things down.
0: Broline, okay so um we've also we've also been hearing uh, rumblings from i believe i believe from the arab world um you know asking countries who have normalized relations with israel to start reconsidering. <laughs>
1: Say that again.
0: Sorry, um, there's also been uh, a talk of, of Arab countries who have uh, been uh, putting it out there for Arab countries who have normalised. You, you've just been talking about the Abraham Accords, so uh, Arab countries now are being asked to re, shall reconsider their stance with Israel. These countries that have normalised relations with Israel, we seem to be I don't getting, think Sorry, I, I
1: don't think they will. Mm. I, I, I think that uh, you know we have to look at the Arab Street. We have to look at that, you know, it's, it's, tempers are flaring at the moment. It, it's very, uh, it, it's very tenuous, but I don't think that countries are going to want to suddenly undo normalization and everything that's taken us to, to this point. I know right. that, uh, the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia is in uh, the United States. They're talking about long-term peace between the Israelis and, uh, and the Palestinians. You, you know, uh, I think any leader worth his salt understands, they understand where Hamas fits into the, uh, the remit of, of things. This is a very, very inflammatory uh, issue at the moment. Sure. It's, it is extremely polarizing. Sorry, we've got uh, more siren alerts uh, in other parts of the country coming in wow. at the moment as well.
0: Wow. This time in the <laughs> okay. <north. laughs> okay. As you said, this, this is live as you're listening. If you've just joined us, I'm chatting to Roland Marks. Sirens, as Roland has just pointed out, uh, more rocket barrages coming in. Uh, Roland, what is the latest regarding evacuation efforts, uh, out of Gaza?
1: Foreign nationals are leaving. They're mm-hmm. leaving in the, in quite significant numbers. They have been allowed out by Hamas. We, we still have to remember that, uh, Hamas, uh, still controls the strip uh, mm-hmm. and, and any information coming out of the strip, especially with regards to to casualty figures. You know, it, it, it's unbelievable to me that Hamas can say 9,000 people dead and the world just uh believes that we have no uh um, definitive numbers what are uh, combatants what are ca- what are civilians uh hamas refusing to allow foreign nationals to exit uh, uh, uh over the last i'd say day or two they've allowed for that to happen earlier today israel actually asking for countries to send um hospital ships right if they send hospital ships and we stand a greater chance of ensuring that palestinian who are wounded get the help uh, the medical attention uh, that they need. Mm.
0: Rowling, looking at the political front now, um, yesterday there was a question, uh, we just about run out of time, you know, there were calls for Netanyahu to step down, issues with the leadership at the moment. Are there any more ominous rumblings going on regarding this?
1: There are a lot of calls. I, and I know some listeners don't like to hear this. There, there, there are a lot of calls for Netanyahu to to start considering stepping down. This happened on his watch. Um, he has stopped very short of apologizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Israeli people want answers. How did this happen? Uh, were you distracted on, on other issues and not paying attention to what is happening on our borders? And, yes, he did say that everybody, including himself, will face uh, questioning and will face scrutiny but uh, mm. th- this has significantly um, hurt him hurt his legacy uh, that this horrific horrific terror attack this atrocity committed against the Jewish people the worst of its kind since the Holocaust we need to keep reminding the world of that right. we need to keep reminding the world of that because the memory seems to be very very short um, uh, happened while he has been the sitting mm. prime minister because priorities were elsewhere. That is how sure. many in the Israeli uh, public feel.
0: Okay, so that's our thing stand there, Roline. In the meantime, well, tomorrow are uh, you're expecting uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken to arrive. Your take on his visit.
1: I think he's going to come in. I think what he'll probably do is try and appeal for humanitarian pauses. But the United States stands fully behind Israel's right to defend herself, as do most countries. They understand. Mm. They understand. Once you have seen the depravity, once you understand the type of enemy we are fighting in Hamas, and no, Angelina Jolie, we won't be taking yeah. uh, your <laughs> comments and and, and and your military advice. Once – Uh, Countries understand that this is uh, uh, Hamas is a a terror organization uh, Dedicated to the destruction of of Israel This they have said uh, quite openly They said it days ago on on television Uh, Most decent people see that And they understand that Israel is going out To surgically remove Hamas From the Gaza Strip From our borders and from the region
0: Roland, before we wrap up, uh, just uh, call it a morale. Let's leave it. Let's leave this on a morale boosting note. Something I also wanted to ask you from yesterday with Noah Corral just had a a, uh, a concert uh, and it really, really uh, it was very successful in raising funds for the war effort.
1: Well, people have been phenomenal. People understand that this is a country uh, at war. Uh, the knock-on effects—not just you know uh, supporting the, the military, but the knock-on effects. I mean, we are going to have to deal with a massive wave of PTSD, PTSD trauma, uh, uh, and a mental health. Uh, absolute catastrophe after what happened here on the 7th uh, of October. I mean, you you and I are talking, there are still rockets coming in. Uh, And and, and people need to understand that this is extremely stressful for us living here who are still living under this. Mm -hmm. We are still living under rocket attack. We still have to run for shelter. We still have to help children who are are going through incredible stress at the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And it's important that people outside of Israel understand that that this uh the threats coming from the skies have not been neutralized yet.
0: Roland I'm not going to let you go just yet. Uh, one of our listeners Ivan is saying oh Roland I listen to your reports day after what it must do to you emotionally always think about that that we get get the news as it comes and knowing it's the truth. I stand in admiration of you Roland you'll be blessed one Thousandfold for what you're doing for our country. Thank you once again. Go carefully from Yvonne. And Gary says, Hi guys, a suggestion maybe. Rollin on for a longer time. Ten minutes extra. She's so interesting. Just thinking. Here we go, Roline.
1: Thank you. Happy Thank thoughts, you
0: happy compliments from everybody. We need that bit of upliftment at this point in time, don't we, Rolin? Anyway. <laughs>
1: We, we do. That, Thank you, guys. And
0: take care. Godspeed, Rolene. Roline Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line, bringing us the latest on what's happening in the Holy Land.